made it. I uh, didn't realize it was daylight savings time uh-huh. today. So I I was working on e- e- editing an episode mm-hmm. last night. And I was like, oh, it's not that bad. It's one thirty. Okay, it's getting to be two. Wait, what? It's three? <laughs> How is it three o'clock? Where did the, where did the time go? I was like, oh, spring forward. I understand now. <laughs> it also impacted me. I went to a friend's play last night, and it was a very long-running play, and I didn't get home until midnight, which was later than I wanted to get to bed because I still had to wake up and finish reading our assignment for today. And then I lost an hour. I don't know, I've just been scrambling all morning. Yeah. I know the feeling. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) welcome to episode 48 of the Whatnots Review Show, uh, where each week we have a different story to talk about. Could be a comic, could be an anime, manga, TV show, movie, something else. Uh, We will read it, watch it, do what we have to do, come back here and talk about it. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? Good. How are you today? I am doing well. Um, besides the like lost an hour of our time, you know, it's just like I'm I'm feeling okay as good. I have some new toys to play with for the podcast, so that's super exciting. I have a stream deck, and I'm gonna be hitting buttons on the stream deck. Um, one thing I'm gonna kind of test out and see is uh, so this is what. You're watching this mm-hmm. on YouTube. Uh, we also do this as a video podcast. Sometimes it works really well. Sometimes our e- internet is not not mm-hmm. cooperating. Uh, but I'm gonna experiment, seeing if we can do like one camera stuff. So if Melissa is talking, oh. I can switch to her oh. camera right there, and it's just a full thing of her face. And then if I say something, it can go back to me. And then we'll see how that works. And then if it's just us talking, we can go back to the thing. Whoops, except I don't want the social <laughs> media things to pop up. So there, I still have some getting used to it, but uh, that's exciting. It's be fun. Anyways, this week we are talking about some Captain yes. Marvel comics because the brand new movie just came out mm-hmm. in theaters. I've I went to go see it Thursday mm-hmm. night. Uh, you saw yeah. it yesterday, uh, so I, I think you and I and Jess Beaver are going to share Yay. our full thoughts on that on an episode of The Reactor Core, which is one of our other podcasts, uh, so go look for that on the whatnots.com wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel Volumes 1 through 2 is what we are talking about right now. These are the ones from 2014-2015-ish uh, okay. written by Kelly Sudaconic, uh, art by David Lopez and Marcio Takara, I believe is her last name. Um, and yeah, I've, I've, I've heard a lot about this series, just, just good things like, hey, this is really good. It's fun. You should check it out. Uh, and this is... I, I the first time that I've read much with Captain Marvel. I don't think there's mm-hmm. been much uh, that I've I've read. She's not really infected my corner <laughs> of the Marvel universe that I yeah, usually read. Yeah, and I don't usually read very many comics at all. So this is the first time I've ever read her. <laughs> there you go. Um 
so yeah, it, it it was an interesting read. What what did you think? Did so you you mentioned you just got done with these kind of right before we yep, started. Yeah, I've had recording. a long week. Um, what 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 were you expecting when I pitched these? And and it, 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 without spoiling it, did the movie like change your what you, what you expected of these comics? At all? I think I was expecting something closer to the movie, where it is this cosmic like sci-fi action movie with a lot of her um Um, home life on earth and like who she was as a human and now who she is is this super-powered hyperspace being that can like blast whole planets apart if she wants to and the comics a lot more like fun adventure it is some really funny little side stories i like the comic a lot it's not what i was expecting but i really enjoyed myself gotcha yeah, it's um, cause I I saw the movie mm-hmm. first as as well, and then I started reading these yesterday, um, and they're they're very yeah. different. So if if you're coming to this episode having just seen the movie and you want to know where to start, uh, within the Captain Marvel comics, uh, this one, I I'm I I'm struggling to. To say this is something you should read it, immediately after you, there, there might be a better yeah. spot. But at the same time, I think the movie kind of established yeah. the character. If 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 that's the, the the route you're taking with that, and so this is just kind of like, hey, here's a fun little mm-hmm. adventure, uh, with yes. Carol. So it, it 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 might work, but I if if it's something like I want an origin story or like mm-hmm. where do I start to understand the character, this might not be. I what think you're it gives for. you a good example of Carol and her personality and her power set and like how she deals with problems. But I think it does involve yeah. more pre-existing knowledge of the Marvel Comics universe than I had. Because it introduced, like, it had some characters I recognized, like, oh, there's the Guardians of the Galaxy, there's Rhodey, and characters I had seen before but didn't really know anything about, Mm -hmm. like, Spider-Woman, and then a ton of characters where it's like, this seems like a person I'm supposed to know, and I really don't. Yeah, so most of it I I don't know. Like, they're one of Mm -hmm. the big things they reference in this comic is the Builder War something i have no idea what that is um and i i think around the time that this comic was coming out which which was Mm -hmm. like 2014 ish um that's when i I, it's right around the time i think they put brian michael bendis okay of the galaxy so i think the first guardians movie was just about to come out uh and they were trying to hype up the guardians of the galaxy i was spacing out for a second a couple minutes earlier trying to remember where what was happening in the mcu when these comics came out and i think 2014 was the year of winter soldier and guardians for sure guardians was in august okay yeah um so it's right around that time where the guardians are trying to kind of break into mainstream because before the movie they were no one um and captain marvel was being put a a little bit more into the spotlight still hadn't really 
I mean, I mean, she'd been around and stuff like that, but it's it's still not, you know, it's not as household of a name as yeah. like Iron Man or Captain America, you know. Um, but she was there doing things, uh, and w- one of the events that they were doing in the comics was around that time. I was like, oh, I think that had to do something with mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. No wonder, like that, that kind of makes sense. You know, they wanted to do something focused in space because they mm-hmm. had a new movie coming out. Um, what was I going to say? Let, let's let's do a little bit of a synopsis yeah. for people uh, who have not read these and and might just want a basic plot mm-hmm. of what is happening here. Uh, do you, do you want to start? You look like you're about to j- jump in. Uh, no, I'm just I I understand the basic plot points, but I'm realizing now I didn't remember any planet names. <laughs> Did you get any of those? There. There's, Tor- There's Tortha. Tortha. That was one of the ones that was in the movie as well. Um, I I don't I don't really remember any of the other ones. We can figure this out together. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. So the book opens up in what appears to be like a Star Wars kind of market yeah. dusty. Yeah planet it it looks yeah looks like they're they're following someone and stuff like that some action starts to happen and then it's like oh two weeks before uh and then we kind of get the story of how captain marvel got to this point who her team members are Mm -hmm. in that opening section uh and we find out that carol is uh still on earth and she's basically making the decision to uh, be the member of the Avengers that goes out mm-hmm. into space and just kind of is the liaison between the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers and stuff like that, just so like the Avengers can get a heads up of like, hey, this might be coming towards Earth. <laughs> heads up. Um, so she she decides to t- take that position, goes out in space, uh, ends up having to. Uh, well, she 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 ends up on this other planet where there is some kind of sickness going on. She wants to help with that. There's also some political unrest. Yeah, like it. And it seems that like the that. planet is toxic, so uh, mm-hmm. some sort of an alliance wants to take the inhabitants away from that planet, to, you know, to keep them safe. But the inhabitants are like, "No, this is our home. Why don't you?" help us cure this sickness instead of like leaving the sick people here to die and whisking away all the healthy people to who knows where. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it, it, it comes from that in volume one and her figuring yep, that that's stuff whole volume. out, uh, to, yeah, to, to, to volume two, uh, which is a little bit more of a yeah. breather. Volume I two's... felt like it was a lot more, it, it, it was a lot more yeah. fun. It, it, I mean, I, I feel like that's a lame word no, to describe they're... it. It's not the like Star Wars <laughs> epic political yeah, unrest battle lighthearted, more comedic, and it is just like one or two issue stories in volume two. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
the first volume was entitled uh, Higher, Further, Farther, More, I believe, or Higher, Further, Faster, mm-hmm. More. Uh, and the second one is called Stay <laughs> Fly. Uh, and uh, we get to see a f- f- a filurkin. Yeah, the little tentacle <laughs> cats. Yeah, there you go. Um, so that that's kind of the synopsis of the, the, the first two mm-hmm. volumes of, of of what you'll you'll find in those things um we're about to get into our spoiler territory uh so i think I, th- I think before we do that we'll do housekeeping but we just wanted to give you a heads up in case you have not read these yet and you wanted to go check them out uh right now they are both uh on comiXology mm-hmm. unlimited so if you are a subscriber to, to that you can read them for free uh, however, comicsology.com is also just having a sale on Captain mm-hmm. Marvel stuff. Most of it is like 70% off-ish. So it's dirt cheap. Uh, you can pick up the first like four or five volumes of the run that we started uh, for like the price of one yeah, volume. A bargain. So go pick up some Captain Marvel comics if you are interested in that. Uh, that being said... Yeah. Housekeeping. First and foremost, uh, we are not going to be live streaming these episodes out to the public uh, at the end of this month, at the end of March, uh, start of April. Um, we are going to be transitioning these to be patron-only live streams uh, because what we do here is kind of a book club style thing. It's not if 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 you haven't really read or watched what we're watching it doesn't really make for good mm-hmm. live streamed content um but for one dollar a month you can get all of our episodes early on patreon as well as get access to these exclusive mm-hmm. live streams patreon only live streams uh so we encourage you to follow along it's at fun home. join us and these were uh is, i yeah. compressed them into literally the last hours before we had to record but they are a quick read it's pretty easy to join along with yeah. us if you would like to exactly um so that's the deal with that patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us and if you want to catch the live streams for that if not you can always go through our back catalog that's the good thing about this show is it doesn't matter when you listen to an episode just go watch or read whatever we did and you Mm -hmm. can follow along uh what else you and i just recorded our first uh patreon exclusive Mm -hmm. earning our podcaster merit uh, badges yeah there you go for for the patrons at the three dollar level all the exclusive content that we we, we do uh, will be available to you and we just covered some x files Mm -hmm. episodes it was good it was a lot of fun um it was also the first time i had really seen x files stuff so it was an an Mm -hmm. education check it out with us yeah um you and I and Jess also just recorded an episode of The Captain's Log. Uh, we talked about everything from apple wine to cemeteries to oh, weird yes. statues. <laughs> and me me finding my $200 oh, gift card. Oh, us all. 
Exactly. <laughs> so go check that out. That's an episode of the Captain's Log, which again is one of our other podcasts. You can find out more at the whatnots.com. Enough of the stupid housekeeping <laughs> stuff. Get on with it, Kyle. Uh, we're going to get into space. our spoiler alert stuff right now. Yeah. So if you haven't read these books, go go re- read them and uh, you can come back. And if you are looking for spoilers for the movie, mm-hmm. we'll have a spoiler cast on that very soon as well melissa what what were you thinking now that you've got the the books done you you are you you just got done with these books like half an hour ago (laughs) (laughs) so where do these stack up in in what we've read did did you like it i did like it yeah it yeah not really no i like fancy? that it's pretty standard not standard in that it's boring or trite but standard that it's like ah oh, yes things i am familiar with classic good it's like sci-fi adventure comfort food kind of like there's a planet under a terrible yeah. rain there's a ragtag group of you know, warriors that are there to fight for the planet. There's a conspiracy. Somebody's trying to hide something. They topple down a government official. Carol flies around and shoots things. Like it's, oh, it's good, solid sci-fi adventure stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, like the, the, that first, especially the first mm-hmm. volume, but really that like first opening yeah. sequence really reminded me of Star Wars, as I kind of already mm-hmm. mentioned. And then, of course, they make a Star Wars j- 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 yep. joke, like right in that o- opening scene. And they're like, okay, that they know what they're trying to kind of mimic and mm-hmm. pull f- 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 from. Uh, so it... It was Yeah, and it's good. not just like a reference to Star Wars, like she's trying to get somebody off their tail and she's like, well, these aren't the droids you're looking for. But that's part of Carol's character. Like her cat is named Chewie. Her computer on her ship is named Harrison. They don't say it, but you know, yeah. it has to be after Harrison Ford. Why else would it's you pick that name? Another Star Wars yeah. reference. So I like that that was uh just a little personality quirk for her. I mean, Star Wars is perhaps the single most popular pop culture franchise that ever will live. So finding somebody who's really into Star Wars is like, oh, you know, a dime a dozen, basically. But, oh, I like that she's... You can even find aliens that are in, into yeah, it, apparently. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I like that she got to have something like that, like a favorite piece of pop culture mm-hmm. and like a thing she loves to reference amid all the other things that make her a a big superhero like they gave her something very human amid everything else which was nice yeah yeah did let me ask you this then did did you like carol more when she was out in space adventuring and fighting or did you like the quieter more like back on earth moments um it was easier for me to understand the space adventure stuff because it was either like something I recognized like the guardians of the galaxy or something that felt like it was Mm -hmm. episodic. Whereas the stuff back on home, it felt like it was continuing an earlier part of the story. I didn't read. So I was less, not that they weren't good. I just, I just had no context for them. Like that old woman in the hospital. I don't really know who that is. And it's very sweet that she goes there. And it's not her mom, but it's like a very motherly figure friend of hers. 
and she spends all night telling her about all her adventures and she falls asleep in the hospital room. It's very sweet. I just don't, I don't know what it means. <laughs> yeah. So, the, I, mean, I mean, comics are always kind of confusing with their numbering and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, I, and I, I think what happened is, because Kelly Sue, Kelly Sue DeConnick, who wrote this, um, and who also had a cameo in oh, the she? movie. Oh, I guess we can talk about um, this in the actual movie podcast. We don't have to take the time now. You can tell me later. <laughs> well, just to mention it real fast, there's a scene in the movie where uh, Carol c comes off of a train and everyone is looking at her strange and there's a woman in like bright red lipstick with bright red oh. hair. And that is oh, Kelly Sue. nice. Um, I know what she looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I had, what, what was I talking about before I mentioned Kelly Sue? Oh, <laughs> uh, the n n numbering. Um, so I'm, I, I think what had happened is this run started before mm -hmm. this volume. And then Marvel did one of their stupid initiative. Like, we're relaunching the universe. Except they weren't. Mm -hmm. Really, and everything just went back to number one for no apparent yeah. reason, uh, other than they think that number one sell more comics. But yeah, then like we j jump in and we're like, we have no idea what this builder yeah. war is. We have no idea who this person in the hospital is. Why, you know, like mm -hmm. what is happening here? Um, and so, so, so yeah, like if if you're jumping into this as kind of the first captain marvel comics like i did uh or or you did too it, it it yeah it there was a lot a lot of stuff that i I've, i felt like which is like i don't understand what's happening yeah. or who these pe people are why i should <laughs> care is is the thing because i don't mind being introduced mm -hmm. to new characters or you, you know like hey here's this aspect about carol's life that you may not have known yet but then they also don't explain much of it or, or I mean, I mean, not that I want like exposition and stuff. Like this person is this. Back in this one, they had all of this happen. You know, I don't necessarily need that. But there, there just needs to be, I, I guess, more of a pull to kind of tease me and want me to know what's yeah. happening here, rather than just yeah. It's me. not like there's one big question that you're waiting to have answered. It's like a general air of kind of confused but i don't like i need answers but i don't know what questions to ask to get the answers yeah yeah um so it, it that was an inter interesting thing for me because i i liked mm -hmm. the moments back on earth and i thought that it was a good yeah. mix of yeah, them it's not true. like oh this was space heavy and we don't get to see here in interact mm. with you know much of the marvel universe that we know but we we do get to see her with uh rody who's in the iron patriot suit um which i don't follow iron man or war machine so i don't i didn't know i don't think i knew that rody eventually got that suit that suit first appeared in the comics. Just me, uh, he has wait, in no. the movies, though. He's been War Machine and Iron Patriot in the movies. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, I know he's War Machine, so I'm getting okay. something confused okay. in my head. 
too many robot right suits. Now. So there's there's Iron Patriot, uh, which is this the the suit that he, he had on in these comics, and he also has on I believe in what Iron Man three is 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 that the one? I think so. Yeah. One? Uh, um, and then. There's another suit in the comics that Norman Osborn <laughs> had for a little bit, yeah, uh, c- called uh, American Sun, and it's yeah, it's an Iron Man <laughs> costume that he got his hands on and painted in like red, white, and blue, and all of that stuff when uh, Norman Osborn was at one point a. He was in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, that's bad. <laughs> Don't put him there. Yeah. Don't put him there. Uh, so a brief aside about that, that all happened because the scrolls, which you might I am be now. familiar with from the uh, the Captain Marvel movie, invaded Earth uh, in an event that they called Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Norman Osborn was the one that got the like winning shot, the one that like killed the last of them. Uh, so they like lauded him a hero, all of that stuff, and they were like, "Nick Fury, how dare you let these aliens invade Earth? You're fired. You don't run Shield. Let's no, give it to Norman no. Osborn." Not even and, a good yeah, dad. And, how is he supposed to be a dad to the world, keeping it safe from aliens? Exactly, and so then he's he's like, you know what? All the superheroes are bad guys. They're illegal <laughs> now. I'm I'm gonna hire all of the villains, and I'm gonna make my own superhero oh. team. So they had the like Dark Avengers, the Dark X Men, all of that stuff, and yeah. So like the Dark Avengers was like uh, Norman Osborn as American Sun. They had Venom instead of Spider Man. They had Dakin or Dakin instead of Wolverine. They, they had all of this stupid stuff. It was just like, oh, my God. Um, but mm-hmm. I digress. That's what I was confusing in, in my head. Uh, I was like, why is Rhodey in the American <laughs> Sun? Because Norman one? cannot that's be not, trusted that's with weird. it. That's not supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I thought they got rid, rid, rid of that suit. I, I don't know. I don't remember what happened. So maybe I missed something. Who knows? Um, but yeah, like I I liked those moments with yeah. Rhodey and seeing that they had some kind mm. of relationship there, um, and seeing I, I I guess Lieutenant Trouble, which is a little bit different in yeah. the movie that's in there too, too though, um, which I'm I'm excited for some of that stuff to get explored mm-hmm. in the movie. Um. Yeah, I, like I, I, I felt like it had a good yeah, balance. That's space true. And Earth. It, it, it was mainly in space, but it, it, it was enough of the, the Earth stuff to be like, okay, mm-hmm. she's from Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you've never listened to the Thrilling Adventure Hour, have you? Okay. No. Within the thrilling adventure hour, there's a story called Sparks Nevada Marshall on Mars. And he is the Marshall on Uh Mars, but he's from Earth. And that's his catchphrase whenever he's like explaining to somebody why he doesn't do something the traditional Mars way. He's like, because I'm from Earth. (laughs) 
<laughs> just saying that anything is from Earth is going to send me in the giggles every time. So this is why I laughed so long at you <laughs> saying a normal sentence. I was like, it wasn't <laughs> that funny? Well, what are you thinking of? Like, I... <laughs> um, yeah. How, how did you like the Guardians of the Galaxy in this? Because those must have been characters that that are like some of the ones that you knew mm -hmm. more of. How did they compare to, to what you knew uh, of the Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, I was aware part? that their comic counterparts looked very different than the movie counterparts. So yeah visually i was prepared yeah. for why they look different and personality wise i think they felt pretty similar yeah they, they've they've gotten back to kind of making them look like their movie counterparts they kind of go back and forth depending on who's mm -hmm. who's drawing it how much green stuff paint like they that. have um yeah <laughs> exactly uh but i i i liked that it didn't really focus on the whole mm -hmm. team if it introduced them it immediately splintered them off and focused yeah. on one character um especially since this is a book about mm -hmm. carol and her adventures having yeah. like a whole team kind of invade your book can be a lot um and so i i think it was really good when uh carol first finds i, I guess the character's name yeah. is tick um first finds tick and uh like is intercepted by the guardians of the galaxy and she's like what the hell do i do with this thing uh and it pr pretty much immediately breaks off to uh carol and peter Qu mm -hmm. quill yeah. star lord who's also <laughs> he's from, from missouri specifically uh <laughs> my fellow exactly. statesmen um and yeah, like I liked that, that it wasn't like, hey, here's the whole team and the whole team is now arguing with Carol and the whole mm -hmm. team is this and all, the whole yeah, team is that. Yeah, it's not overwhelming. Know? It made it more manageable. Yeah, as, exactly. as much as yeah. you get to, there are a lot of side characters in these, in these uh, two volumes and you get to know them pretty well, but it never detracts from being Carol's book. Like you don't spend a lot of time away from Carol, which is nice. I like that she's got different Sorry, relationships right, yeah. with everybody. Like I like seeing her relationship with t uh, with Tick evolve from Tick being just like this pesky stowaway to like, oh, Carol's friend. Like somebody Carol is really trying to learn more about and watch out for. Yeah, more like, hey, you should get off of my <laughs> ship. Watch but, out uh... for that. It's like, <laughs> it might not be safe for you to be around me. <laughs> Yeah, they've become f f friends, but 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 it's still like, hey, y you've you've come a long way, and that's mm -hmm. good for you. But <laughs> let's yeah. go our separate ways now. I thought Tick's journey was interesting because when she first shows up, she's she's from an alien race. It's kind of ambiguous how old she is, but she feels kind of like a teenager. And later, she says like. My race lives to be 20 years old and I'm already 14. So that's kind of why she feels like oh, a teenager, yeah. but also like she is past the middle of her life. Like death is looming for her. Yeah. Like, so I, 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 I feel like looking at it now, I, I think Tick had the most mm -hmm. character development 
out of all of the characters because we first see her uh, um and and she is like scared out of her mind she's this like what appears to be this small yeah. child you, you know um and it then we kind of learn more about her and what's happening to her people and her planet she wants to be this warrior this adventurer going in space um but we still don't know much about her and it's kind of not until the second volume that tick is more explored as a character uh and then yeah it kind of comes around at the end uh when i i i i guess at the start of volume two uh wait is it tick that asks the question carol is, is asking carol tick and tick is like the... that's very dark and carol's like it's not supposed to be dark it's supposed to be deep like she really wants to get to know tick so that's why she asks her would you it's it's more yeah, like well you're yeah. stuck and with like, me this so. is a character <laughs> question that i'm asking you so i can really like you know forget all the what's your favorite food what's your favorite color no i'm gonna ask you would you rather live a long life but not greatly benefit others or leave a tremendous positive impact on others but die before you really see it and that's what tick which chooses is the last option well, it's just, yeah which is an kind interesting of, she has question. to pick her life so short <laughs> well I mean, she doesn't yeah. have to pick that one she didn't have to do what she, i did but i'll we'll mention yeah. that in a sec but it's it's a weird thing because like i I kind of expect that question coming from Tick rather than being asked mm -hmm. to, like, asked of her what you would choose. Because at, at that point, we don't know that Tick is uh, 14 years old and will only yeah. live to be 20. Like, we don't mm -hmm. know that. I mean, um, um, unless we know... Maybe if we Yeah, that might be a race of, of aliens shows comics, up elsewhere. Yeah, but like if if this is your first time jumping in, you probably won't know that, and so it's this it's this good foreshadowing that's that's put in there. But I I, I think it's also very telling of mm -hmm. Carol and like what she cares about and what she thinks about. Like, am am I going to be someone that makes a yeah difference? Um, because. There's kind of a good comparison between, uh, like her Captain America and yes. Iron Man in this book too. She's like she's not the billionaire playboy, important celebrity um, who can make a difference. Yeah, what, with money. what she says about Tony is that he's a billionaire genius, and Cap is a great diplomat. And what she can do is, yeah. at the very least, buy time. Yeah, um, but it, it, it like, sh she's doing that more in the sense of, like, well, she's not necessarily the mm -hmm. smartest or the most rich or the most famous. She's also not necessarily the most, yeah, like, diplomatic, like, let's mm. do this the way where no one gets hurt. She's more of the one, like, well, I have these powers, so I'm just going to go yeah, fuck some shit up. <laughs> I like that Carol really knows her it, herself. And like kind of even not on a grander cosmic scale, like what is my place in the universe? But like she knows her skills. She knows what she does well. And she knows how to use that to the advantage of her of her uh, of her allies. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, I yeah, like I, I, I 
feel like her knowledge of yeah. self is is really important uh, to to her as a character. And I I, I think she str- she struggles with it a, a lot, but I think she's a character that uh like is I, I, I don't want to say is stronger than she thinks or than she knows. I yeah. think she knows it, but still doubts herself every now and then. That's kind of the impression like she, that I got. She still thinks or, about it. Or like that it. hero that is her sense. job, but she's still realizing that hero is who she is to her very core. Like, it's not just what she does. It's who she is overall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I I, th- I think that, that helps give the book, like, a, a sense mm-hmm. of purpose of just like hey this is who she is this is what she does so i don't know i i liked i liked the big action bits and stuff like that i liked seeing her her fight Mm -hmm. um and and she makes a comment that she likes it too like she likes fighting um which is i i guess it's one of those things that when you see people try and maybe not really do it well to do the like strong female (laughs) protagonist there's always like i feel like there's this struggle of like oh well i have to fight but i don't really want to to, Mm -hmm. but i will if i have to because i'm strong you know and it's not this look i just like fucking punching yeah i like that she (laughs) enjoys what she does yeah like she's not Like, she's not fighting because she's really backed into a corner because it's like, well, in this darkest time, my inner strength rises up. Like, that's part of her all the time. That's what she does for fun. It's it's one of those things where I I feel like, I mean, I mean, I I also mentioned I feel like she doubts her herself every day now and then. But at the same time, she knows who she is and mm-hmm. what she can do but i feel like that's one of those things that uh people try to do to give like fake depth to characters is to just like make them have this inner struggle like almost like a will they won't they type of thing um to be like oh will they use their powers will they not is that what they really want to do is that who they want to be and she she has this kind of clarity of who she is yeah even if she doubts it from time to time she is like no that's who i am but you know am am i the right person for the job yeah i don't think she she doubts herself i think she kind of takes herself for granted or believes she's like well, I'll do what I can, where it's like, no, you are a very major, pivotal part of what's going on. Like, she is, like I said, she's kind of like, well, you know, I got a job to do. I'll do the best job I can. I'm happy to do the job. Or it's like, no, you are like Mm -hmm. the, the MVP of doing the job. You don't just show up and clock in. And I think that. Yeah. within herself she balances all the different parts of her life very well like there isn't any element to her that's like oh the more i use these cosmic powers the farther i get from my humanity she's like nope i'm a human and i like coffee and i like bacon (laughs) and i can summon up like 
the power of a sun and punch somebody across the galaxy. And yeah, Star yeah. Wars. Like she's very grand, powerful things and very mundane things all at the same time in really good balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um Let's see. What did you think about the whole toxic planet thing? Was was that in I I I I felt that was really I like that. Yeah, yeah. Story. I like that twist that there's something on the planet that's making people sick and nobody can figure out what it is and it turns out it's vibranium poisoning cuz nobody knew this planet had vibranium yeah. on it and like it is secretly being mined in like a dangerous way. Like vibranium has to be treated like precisely otherwise it does become Properly. harmful yeah. and that's what's making everybody sick. I also didn't know vibranium like yeah. grew outside of Earth. That's it's one it's it's something I forgot because they they always mention or it, it, I guess it's something I I just don't think about because they always mention it's the strongest metal in the universe, and that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean Earth. I right? I have a slight tangent here. I have a comic question for you. Sure adamantium versus vibranium why why do we need two metals that are super powerful like that <laughs> which one's stronger because you gotta have the coke and pepsi <laughs> of the marvel universe um no i i vibranium okay. is stronger um if if i'm not mistaken but yeah um yeah, I mean, so it's it's something I forgot. Like, oh, yeah, it doesn't just have to be on Earth. They can find this elsewhere if they really need. But there is a large chunk of it down on Earth in Wakanda, you know, um, and they know how to mine it and use it and stuff like that. Um, and I, 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 I guess, yeah, the, like, poisonous gas and stuff that was getting in their water was all coming from mining it too fast and not treating it the way they were supposed to but i i I liked that it was like it was a problem that came up that they didn't like the empire didn't know about the spart the spartax empire didn't know about necessarily and when they found out they were just like oh shit well if we don't bring it up we can just kind of get rid of the refugee Mm -hmm. problem and then have this really strong metal to also like reinforce yeah. our our pilots with and stuff. So it 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 was a kind of kill two birds in one stone, but just so like that's a really shitty two, two birds mm-hmm. in one stone, you know. Uh, so I I guess backing up a little bit, the Spartax Empire, um. You probably put a little bit of mm-hmm. this together. Uh, Jason or Jason of the Spartax Empire is Star-Lord's father in the comics. Yeah, I didn't put that together. So in the MCU... It's Ego the Living Planet. It's Ego the Living Planet, who's a celestial, which is basically... a. Yeah, god. yeah. So in the MCU, Star Lord is ha- like half god, half mm-hmm. human. Uh, whereas in the comics, he's half like Spartax, 
or I Spartan, okay. Spartan. I, 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 I'm not sure what they're called. Um, but yeah, so like his father leads the Spartax Empire of just like these. They're they're like humanoid a- a- aliens. I think they do have a little bit of powers, but I could be wrong mm-hmm. on that because I haven't read much Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. Um. But yeah, I, I remember because I I read some Guardians of the Galaxy comics. I think right before uh, G- Guardians Two came out, and it was one of the things that I think I read Volume One of something, and it was probably the Volume One that was coming out around the t- t- time mm-hmm. that these c- comics were coming out. And it was like, oh wait, this is in the middle of the story. Where is the actual beginning? And then I went back and read those things. And I remember, yes, yeah, something about like the Spartax Empire and Jason, and that's his father, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, so that, yeah, just a little, little bit of a tidbit. I don't know if you had put no. that together of like that was his father and because he, uh, Star Lord oh. mentions it. Like he he when when they're in the ship at the start of the comics and uh, Carol is wondering what to mm-hmm. do with Tick, she's t- t- talking t- to the g- 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 guardians, and Tick is immediately upset when he or when when she finds out that Peter is uh, like the the. Oh, Prince of the Spartan. Oh, I do kind of remember this. Empire. Yeah, I was reading. I was reading that issue while I was like at my parents' house doing laundry, and my dad's watching TV too loud because he's an old dad. So I, I like, I knew while I was reading it, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm distracted. I'm not getting all of this, and I didn't have time to go back and read it again. So okay, that I missed. Gotcha. And I also like, yeah. Uh, I think I because at, at first her her plan is if she kills mm-hmm. Peter then oh, like oh, that'll yeah. be a big blow to J- 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 Jason or mm-hmm. however you say his name yeah I think I was like um and then he'll know what it's like <laughs> I was reading that one but I, I knew in the moment I was not retaining it because I was too distracted and I, I just didn't have time to go back to that or my brain is very gotcha, bad yeah. at retaining like non MCU Guardians canon because the Guardians are my favorite part of the MCU. Guardians Two is my favorite MCU movie, which I know it. Yeah, by far that one's my favorite. <laughs> so, wow. Okay, I'm get, we're, we're we're gonna have to t- talk about that at some point of why that one is your. I don't know if it's the best favorite. one, but it is definitely my favorite one. I'm like, well, maybe my brain just has trouble okay. confronting you know non-mcu guardians canon <laughs> i want to talk about the uh lila cheney arc well she's in a, another issue beyond this but the the issue where they go to the rhyming planet that was definitely yes. my favorite part that was so much fun talk about it i liked that there was a less action-based uh sort of weird wacky sci-fi space adventure that she got into like she mentioned, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. the diplomat like Cap is, but here she is a a situation where she has to Having at least to try. Kind of be that. 
Yeah, and I like that yeah. I, she does get into a fight at the end, of course, but it's not very brief or very intense, and it's not like this huge life-or-death thing. I mean, the other opponent yeah. is trying to fight her to the death, but we all know that's not going to work, and Captain Marvel isn't going to kill her, so it was not that much of a fight to the death. But It, it was a weird one for me. I, I didn't like those ones as much just because of the rhyming stuff. I thought it stuff. was fun. And that's something that can be it, I mean, so corny. But I think maybe... It it was fun. But it it was... Like, we already, like, aren't really get, getting an origin story. I know we were both mm-hmm. kind of confused about some of the references mm-hmm. to other Marvel stuff that's happening at the time. And then all of a sudden she's having to rhyme. Like what? Oh. I was like, oh, I, lo- I oh, loved well. that. I well, loved because we'll it was just like a side this. adventure to one weird episodic planet. And it didn't feel like it was connected to anything else. <laughs> Lila Cheney was there, but mm-hmm. like I knew who she was thanks to Jay and Miles explain the X-Men. And I was really yep. excited when she showed up because I always liked hearing about her from them. And I'm like, oh, I, that lady I, I liked. I was wondering... If that was the case, because I I've listened to a bunch of uh, J, 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 J and M- Miles uh, and they did a bunch of the new mm-hmm. mutant stuff, which I guess is yeah. the book that she's she in. She's a right? of, which I think so. I don't remember, but I know they were going to do a movie about them at some point. And it got delayed and then I don't remember no. if it got canceled or not. Oh, no, it was the- supposed to be a horror film. What? It was completed, and I think it's supposed to come out later this year, like maybe sometime between like August and November. Yeah, that's still on the yes. horizon for us. It, it, like it was delayed for a long time. Got but we screwed are screwed up with it. all the Marvel yeah. or the Disney yeah. buying Fox stuff, and who, oh. who knows what's happening. And it, it did a bunch of reshoots, and who knows. Um, but yeah, so I've heard the name, but I've literally never read anything. Yeah, me either. So I was excited when she showed up. I'm like, and I thought she was really fun. And I think that even if you didn't have that pre-existing base familiarity of already having heard about this fairly obscure cosmic like, Marvel wait, character, is, is that Dazzler. Why are they calling her <laughs> Lila? Who's Lila? And then I was like, oh, I remember yeah. the name. Okay, from from jade miles that's mm-hmm. all i know though so i have no idea who she is or what she does i don't remember <laughs> anything just that i've heard yeah. the, the name but i yeah. like her as and a i really like that twist where she can she's got kind of that nightcrawler thing where she can appear she can like zap to somebody she can like zap to somewhere if she mm-hmm. knows where she's going <laughs> but because she's also this intergalactic rock star she can go somewhere where her voice has been. So they're playing the Lila Cheney album in the spaceship, and then she's able to appear in the spaceship, which is really fun. And it's because Carol likes her yeah. band, and right? Tick really likes her too, which was a nice thing to see from Tick, to just see her be like yeah. a fan of something and to be really happy and enthusiastic instead of like a war-torn refugee for a change. Yeah, um, it was good. I, I liked her character a lot. It was k- kind of a weird thing because after they do the planet where yeah we find out that she had been pledged mm-hmm. to marry someone and she didn't really realize it because she, she was super young. But then like immediately after, it's like 
oh, we're back in New York. Oh, wait, it's Christmas. I'll be back. I'm going to go do all my shopping. And she's like, oh, okay. There she, yeah. there she yeah, goes. Yeah, like the, <laughs> that issue leading into the next issue, I guess, is a little odd. But I, I loved the rhyming planet. I love that everybody's super glam. And it, it is the planet that would want Lila Cheney to be their queen. Because she poofs onto the planet when she's yeah. like, oh, 12 years old. And the king and queen have this 12-year-old son. And they're like, you. We would like you to help rule us one day. Would you like to marry our son when you get older? And she's like, okay, sure. Why not? And she's like, oh, they, I made a real serious pledge back then, didn't I? Can I get out of this? And I also like that the <laughs> prince himself is like, I only want to get married because it is a requirement to ascend to the throne. And I want to ascend to the throne because my mom's getting old. She can't be queen forever. And like, I want to help people. Like he's, he has very noble intentions. And he's like, I would yeah. not bind you to anything. You would be my wife in name only. You're free to do whatever you want. We just have to get married so I can like become king and help protect people. I liked that a lot. I liked that it wasn't the typical sort of fairy tale like you must get married before you can sit on the throne and you girl you will marry the royal vizier that your father promised you to like i like this flip that it is you know the women have the right to choose and the man can be like sold around like well my parents sold me to this lady i guess i have to marry her and also <laughs> that this the royal family's fairly noble in doing it like they're doing it because it's required by law and this prince is like well as soon as yeah. i'm king i'm gonna change the law because this really isn't good yeah um and and i i guess that brings us back yeah. to tick because then they they get to this fight to the death thing to kind of get out of it but tick is like wait a minute like i you asked me that question earlier if i would rather uh you know live a really short amount of time but yeah. make an impact or live really long and basically do mm -hmm. nothing with my life and she's like i'd like to make an impact and they're like well what do you mean you're only like 14 she goes well i'm only gonna live till i'm 20 so that's six more years that's not very long uh if i can marry this guy Who's mm -hmm. kind of hot, yeah. and she said she was like, "I would be fine with mm -hmm. it. I wouldn't mind." Um, and and then she's like, "And then we we know he has the intention of changing this law and bettering the planet. If I can help out with that, yeah. like why not? That seems like something I can do in mm -hmm. my lifetime." Um, and so we're, we're we're like, "Okay, yeah. have fun. Be be married." Yeah, and be I like the way that story wrapped up. I thought that was really fun, really sweet. And like I said, the rhyming can get kind of cornball. It's something I've seen in like TV shows before. But I liked seeing it like written out. I don't know if I'd ever like read a written story that tried to use that before. And they used it really well. Like lots of overlapping dialogue and going back and forth and playing with not exactly the same A, B, A, B rhyme pattern all the time. And like the the other woman, like the second in line that could have married this prince who wants to like fight to the death for her right to marry him. So then she can become an evil queen. She's yelling stop. And then Carol punches her and the sound effect is bop. I like that even, <laughs> even the sound effects were part of the rhyme scheme. That was really neat. Shout out yeah. to the letterer. Uh, I, that I, I really liked.
I also love just the style of that whole planet and everybody's super glammed up. And because they're kind of this. They had the like yeah, David Bowie yeah. stuff going on with like the lightning bolts yeah, on their faces. Yeah, and it's faces this very and... musical planet. And so the king of the musical planet looks like Elvis and the sun doesn't just yep. have like the Aladdin sane lightning bolt. He's got the two different colored eyes like David Bowie has. And he spent a lot of time trying to figure out if the queen was somebody. And she didn't appear to be exactly a one for one for any famous musical queen. I I don't remember what she looked like off the top of my head. But my guess would be something like she Madonna. Madonna look. She's or... got this like straight across bangs look that I think Cher had for a while. But who knows? Cher would be a she's, she might be more of a option. composite as opposed to the king, which is very clearly Elvis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we, we did an episode on Mob yeah. Psycho 100. Was it yes. last week? And there's a character in there who also looks like mm-hmm. Elvis. He has the like the the pompadour thing <laughs> going on. It's fantastic. Hands full of pompadours. Um, that style persists there. I guess I don't remember the last time I saw an American pompadour. <laughs> intergalactic and like pompadours are built for space they are you know they can just bounce around in the different gravities (laughs) you can hide tools up there (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly uh because i think space dandy oh yeah main character from that has has one he's definitely like that disco elvis looking character um what else do I want to talk? Oh, we haven't talked about Rocket and the Florican I like that. Yet. That, I think, was a good pairing. That That's another example of like, hey, we're not going to have the whole Guardians of the Galaxy t- team. We're just going to leave Rocket here to look after your cat. And he's like, it's a Florican, <laughs> goddammit. Uh, and no one believes him. And then mm-hmm. it happens. Um, and they're all just like, oh. Holy shit, yeah. Rocket was right. This is a space very alien, smart. not a cat. <laughs> he is. He's not always he the is. nicest guy, and he's got a definite attitude about him, but he always seems to know what he is talking about. That that was an interesting story to me because I it like it has it has that like space mm-hmm. hijinks uh we we don't really know what's happening here's some wacky like here's a, a, a character that everyone knows and loves mm. rocket uh and he's funny and he's also scared of this thing called a flurkin but it's comedic mm. because it looks like yes. a cat and he's 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 just excuse me he's he's just like it's it's this is dangerous like we shouldn't mess with this thing uh and then there's this kind of like pirate ship that mm-hmm. comes along um, because Rocket was trying to sell the Flurkin on the black market unbeknownst yep. to Carol, uh, which was which is a dick move. But we don't know much about this ship that comes. No, we don't. There's just this black goo that is kind of on that- there. And that could the only thing I could think about. Yeah, would be yeah, the I was going to say, like, we never saw a human pilot or any kind of a sentient creature pilot in an, any sort of a form because there maybe just isn't one. It could just be Black Goose yeah. ship. There's all kinds of stuff out there in Marvel Cosmic. Who knows? I I know at one point uh, 
Iron Man went to go be the Avenger mm-hmm. in space. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's exactly how it worked. Like, we saw him be like, hey, maybe one of the Avengers needs to go up in space and, you know, be the, like, space liaison. Um, but there is a time when Iron Man joins the Guardians of the, of the Galaxy and he's c- kind of with them for a volume or, t- or two. And if I'm not mistaken, c- kind of around that time, I don't know if it's before it or after it or something, uh, they send uh, Agent Venom, Flash T- T- Thompson, uh, who you might remember oh, from Spider-Man Blue. Yeah! Um, so he went off and j- 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 joined the military in that book. We see him be like, I want to be a hero like Spider-Man, so I'm going to join the military. Uh, well, on one of his tours, I, th- I believe he becomes an mm. amputee. Uh, and he eventually uh gets linked up with the venom symbiote and it it heals him like it gives him legs whenever he is venom um and he goes on like secret missions and stuff i think for like nick fury or whoever you know um and yeah there's uh also one point where iron man sends agent venom to go be with the guardians of the galaxy so I, I don't know if this is the thing where, like, hey, maybe a little, little bit of, like, maybe, maybe, maybe that is the yeah. Venom symbiote. But what does and Venom it, want with a, a flurkin? Is it, it going to take over that? That's too many tentacles. Maybe. Too many teeth. Maybe. Who knows? Venom <laughs> cat. Um, <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, maybe a l- in, in what they think thought was destroying that ship maybe a little bit of it stowed away and the guardians ended up finding it that's when they took it back to earth because they're like hey you guys know what to do with this thing and that's when iron man is like yeah we got one of those things uh we're gonna send it back up with you because we don't (laughs) want it (laughs) who knows um but yeah that 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 was an interesting one that there is this ship that comes and attacks and we really don't know much about it except that it's attacking and they Mm -hmm. want the flurkin because it's apparently the last one in the galaxy now there's there's babies lots of flurkins baby flurkins (laughs) very cute (laughs) enough for everyone (sighs) exactly um what else did did, so between volume one and two the art changed did did that bother you? Did you like a certain art better? Um, oh, I did you have a preference? Uh, I think I like there? the first book a little bit more, but the second book has that issue where Carol gets a lot of letters from home, and the art style changes subtly mm-hmm. based on who is writing her the letter. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was nice. That was a good touch. Yeah, I I, I don't remember off the top of my head uh, who all the artists oh, were yeah, on I didn't read that the artist i know names. for the most part we said at the top it was mm-hmm. david lopez and marcio uh takara i believe or i should look it up on my thing here so i'm not <laughs> butchering it uh marcio takara awesome. hey, right look at me doing good um so yeah like uh I, I, I don't know who the other ones were, but I, I think I liked the second volume's art better. Um, it, it was stylized 
in a way that I, I felt gave the book a little bit more personality. Um, as much as I liked the like story arc of the like, oh, here's this poisonous planet and it's almost this like Star Wars like adventure thing. That's the one thing I keep going mm -hmm. back to. It reminds mm. me of Star Wars. And so I'm always comparing it to Star Wars and I'm not necessarily letting the book stand on its own. And I think the art does the same thing where it's like, hey, this is kind of the Marvel mm -hmm. house style. Like it's kind of, I, I, I don't want to say generic because the art is fanta fantastic. Um, but I, I've, I've seen a lot of other comics have similar styles and it, it, it just, it's a great art. It just doesn't stand out as much. Whereas the second volume had a little bit more like yeah, I personality. Yeah, I think that's and true. Line work and yeah, I think like the that. second book does look more distinct from comics as a a whole. As I have read the the small whole, pile yeah. of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I, I I think it's it's a smart move to do what they did because uh, I did, did David Lopez is the one doing the art in that book, and again the yeah. art is fantastic. I think it's it's very easily digestible if yeah. that makes sense. So for a new number one, I think it's a good it's it, it's a good way for new readers to kind of jump in and have it not be very jarring. Of just like, oh, this is really weirdly stylized, you know? It's like, oh, hey, this is really solid artwork. It's kind of like what I can get in Marvel or in DC or, you know, all the Star Wars comics, stuff like that. Like, it's it's something that I think is very easily recognizable and easily, I, I guess, like, understandable, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And and then volume two, it's like okay, we're we're gonna take a little bit more yeah. creative liberty here. So kind of rolling nice. along to the recommendations, sort of. It's interesting that you keep mentioning that sure. this reminds you of Star Wars because the number one thing it reminds me of is fly. I think because Firefly. it's got yeah, that would be a. It's got that, uh, especially in the first issue, uh, not the first issue, the first volume, mm -hmm. that kind of mismatched team, and we have some muscle, and we have a mechanic, and we have a stowaway, and they're yeah. trying to figure out this problem with this planet, where like the uh, overall alliance is not treating that planet very well, and there's secrets about the planet, which has happened yeah. a, a couple times throughout Firefly, and that's the major point of Serenity. And just the sort of downtime on the ship, like bickering back and forth and just like, well, let's really try and get to know each other while we're stuck up here together out in the black. That's what it reminded me of the most. But I yeah. think that rhyming planet, ep um, not episode issue, felt very Futurama to me. That's the sort of uh, an episode <laughs> Futurama yeah. would, t would pull off. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I think those are both fantastic mm. recommendations. Um, yeah, I keep mentioning Star Wars, but I, I guess more specifically, more like the Star Wars cartoons, like the Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, like I can. That. I'm kind of reminded. You do of get more of that Firefly yeah. spin. Yeah, yeah, you you do get the like. Okay, we're just gonna go on an adventure where we go to some planet and they're having some trouble with the a lot with the you know with the galactic empire and so we have to 
help them out and oh there's a mining thing here and you know that's the actual thing that's happening um so yeah clone wars mm. or rebels or something like that I, I i would also recommend if 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 you like this go check it out um i i, I would also say the guardians of the galaxy okay. comics um especially from around that time um pick up the ones that brian michael bendis were writing there because it's it's that same type of thing where they're out in space there's that mm-hmm. spaceship bickering you do get the ones that are focused on the t- team as a whole and every now and then you get an, an, an adventure where rocket goes off with garut you know and they go mm-hmm. do something or it's peter and gamora and they're off doing something there you know nice um so it's good it's fun good stuff uh again a lot of these volumes of captain Marvel yeah are on this sale is the time right for like two or three dollars per volume so it's dirt cheap um so go mm. check it out if you want to continue it is very reading. fun because it, it's it sounded like it sounded like the third volume was going to focus or, or not focus on tick, mm-hmm. but go back to tick and kind of the uh what was the the alien species that they were fighting in volume was there's like the like the yeah that's like those space pirates i'm butchering that yeah i think it's the third volume is going to focus on that is what i think i read about like hey they got past those pirates that one time Mm -hmm. but here they are again coming back for more um yeah so that should be good yeah continue these were fun comics and i think like looking back on them now looking back on them to a whole two hours ago so far away they're also pretty family friendly like if you have like a you a a young kid that's interested in captain marvel i think starting around like 10 you could hand these comics to them yeah most most Marvel comics, especially, are mm. absolutely family f- 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 friendly. Even, I mean, I I wouldn't recommend Deadpool <laughs> yep. to a younger kid, but even still, like they can read that, and there's not all the c- c- cuss words it, mm. like that are in the movie and stuff like that. Like a lot of comics, all the cuss words and stuff are mm-hmm. bleeped out, or it just has the symbols, yeah. or you, yeah. you, you know. There's there's not really any nudity. There might be some mm-hmm. skimpy. C- yeah, and not even now in that, that it is know, devoid it, but... of any of the things they'd put on like an MPAA rating. But just in that, you know, the story has some gravity to it, but it's never that dark. The situation's never that dire. Yeah. It's pretty lighthearted. It's pretty fun. There's you know, kid characters in it for a kid to read about. Oh, I think it's a good. It's a good yeah. title to like start a young fan on, not just a new fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I think so. It might not be yeah. the best number one, <laughs> but they they could absolutely read this book. Um, yeah, I I I think that wraps us up yeah. for talking about Captain Marvel. But before we go. Melissa, it's, it's your turn to yes. pitch what we're going to do for okay. this Okay, so next Sunday, the day we will be recording is St. Patrick's Day. 
So pitch number one is the movie Secret of Kells. This is a 2009 animated movie by an Irish studio called Cartoon Saloon, and it is set in Ireland. And I've seen little bits of this movie before, and it's it's gorgeous. Like, just go look up some screenshots from it. It's very beautiful. I think it's done um, a little bit more traditionally. Like very detailed line work, like vivid colors. It's a gorgeous looking film. And I've seen bits of it before. And it's been on my list to like sit down and really capital W watch for a long time. And the base. Yeah. And the basic synopsis for this is a young boy in a remote medieval outpost under siege from barbarian raids is beckoned to adventure when a celebrated master illuminator arrives with an ancient book brimming with secret wisdom and powers. That is the titular secret of Kells. The Kells is this old, like, ancient illuminated manuscript full of magic, I guess. I don't know much about this one, but that's why I pitched it so I could get to know more about it. And then pitch number two... Uh, is Green Lantern, the animated series, just because I thought, oh, you know, because it's St. Patrick's Day, why not put a a green thing on here? (laughs) This is the perfect place to include Green Lantern. Actually, actually, funny that you mentioned that, because when I tweeted out that we were going live today on our Twitter, I used a GIF from one of the uh, like DC animated something and it's this kid talking to Booster Gold and mistaking him for Green Lantern. He's like, thank you Green Lantern! (laughs) So Green Lantern, the animated series aired on Cartoon Network from 2012 to about 2013. It did not last long, so we could watch the entire series, which is 26 episodes. Which is a shame, because the the show was actually Yeah, I saw a couple episodes while it was on and I liked it enough that, like, I bought the DVD set and I've not sat down and watched it from beginning to end since I did that. So this might be the time to do it. And I don't have a great uh, plot synopsis because I don't remember very much. And the synopses I looked up, like, IMDb has one sentence that just says, The Further Adventures of Hal Jordan and His Comrades of the Green Lantern Corps. And Wikipedia has, like, four paragraphs that I could not distill. So I either have way too much info or not it's- enough. I don't like. I remember it's him getting the ship, meeting the little AI yeah. thing that's oh, yeah. in there. I think one of the first uh, arcs is Sinestro. Uh, or um, could be wrong. Uh, I know eventually Atrocitus. the Manhunters appear. Oh, okay, a tr- So yeah, then they do the like o- orange lanterns, mm-hmm. instilling fear in people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I I, I kind of remember Sinestro's story being in there, like his origin story, or I, I guess not his origin st- 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 story, but how he ends up getting kicked out of the Green Lanterns. I don't know if that's in season one mm-hmm. or not. Um, and then I remember somewhere in the show, the Manhunters were the, the mm-hmm. big bad guy. So the things that the Guardians made before the green lanterns and they went bad <laughs> so who knows but yeah 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 and i'm looking at wikipedia now and 26 episodes is all there ever I... was yep. Watched it. Yep. Okay. so we could watch cool. all of those in a week i think 
And then uh, it is your birthday this week, is it not, Kyle? Mm, what? Nope. When's what are these? Okay, are you telling me you just put a string of random numbers on your previous screen name, and that's not when your birthday was? Because the whole time I've been thinking, oh, the fifteenth. Three fifteen is my. Yeah, when no. is your birthday? <laughs> what? It's in November. Did we cover this? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I I usually oh, wow. don't announce like, hey guys, it's my birthday. Everyone wish no, me happy I, birthday because it's all about me. Like, I don't. That's got to be Kyle's birthday because like we started doing the show in April and I'm like, it hasn't mentioned, you know, he hasn't mentioned it being his birthday since then. It's got to be in March, like before we started recording. So it's been almost a year. So a quick aside, yeah. I used to be really big into into uh -huh. graffiti, uh, and that one point got suspended from school for joeing it but uh one of the names that i used you would often yeah. like use a name and pair it with some numbers and stuff i got those numbers because that was the uh the like street address oh. that i lived on was 315 uh and then i i just stuck with that and like all of my like stuff was like hush 315 that was my thing i thought it was your birthday because <laughs> pitch number three was going to be something like it's my gift to you it's something that you have not seen but i am almost certain you will like so here i present to you a thing you will have a definite really fun time with so pitch number three is pacific okay. rim because you told me once you've never pacific seen it rim. and i was really surprised <clears throat> Not I because not, it's a yeah. very big movie or a popular movie or a classic, but because it seems like something you would love because it's so Gundam. And I know you like Gundam and I know you like yep. giant robots and sci-fi and things like that. So I'm like, I don't know why he hasn't seen Pacific Gundam Rim. Nerd. If I make him watch it this week, that'll be a definite good time. A treat for Kyle for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you can give St. Patty's <laughs> Day gifts. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. Pitch number one was this Irish movie, is what you said. What was the, the name of, of that one? The Secret of Kells. Uh, pitch number two was Green Lantern. And pitch number three was mm. Pacific Rim. I think, I think I want to try the okay, Green Lantern cool. show again. Uh, yeah, it's it's been years since I've watched the yeah same here, and I never so watched I, I, very much of it. I remember mm -hmm. liking it and being like, "Man, this sucks that it only lasted for twenty six episodes." Um, but it it was that like. Uh, it was that like computer animated art style that I, I don't think a lot of people really liked because I know the Star yes. Wars Clone Wars got a yeah. lot of shit for being in in a and similar I, yeah, art I style, think, like, uh, which I on, don't mind at all. Yeah, but. on the surface level, like after watching commercials, people didn't like the art style, and I think if you actually get into the series itself, it works pretty well. But yeah, on the surface level, people didn't like the art style. And it was also canceled because the Green Lantern movie had bombed so bad a couple years before that nobody were, wanted yeah. Green Lantern toys and they couldn't sell toys based off it because that's how the cartoons go. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, that's what happens. But next week, 
Uh, you said it's only 26 episodes? Yeah, that's episodes? all of it. And I'm not, I don't know, I didn't Wait. look up where you can watch this because I own the DVDs, but hopefully it is accessible out there somewhere. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully, if not, you can just buy the DVDs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something like that. Um, sounds good. Don't forget that coming up at the yeah. end of the month, we will be stopping the live streams that we do for this, or at least the public ones, and we will be doing patron-only live streams, uh, which you can get for a dollar on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the whatnots. Um, it, it gets you those live streams. It gets you all of our episodes early because these new episodes of the review show come out on Wednesdays. But if you want to get them on, like, mondays yeah. monday nights something like that you can start your week off right Patreon, as well as all our other shows too so it not only nets you uh rewards for this show but all our other podcasts as well also be on the lookout for a new episode mm-hmm. of the reactor core uh which is one of the other podcasts that we do it has been so long yeah. since we've done an episode of the reactor core. Uh, but I think we have some things mm-hmm. coming up. Cause I know I also want to go yes. see Shazam. Um, that should be a little, a lot of fun too, which oddly enough, we've only ever done Marvel stuff on the reactor core. So we need to change that. And then eventually we need to also not do only yes! superhero <laughs> stuff. We need to just like, cause the, the, the idea is that's the show where we can do spoiler casts for like new Netflix shows that we binged or hey there's this movie on netflix that just came out or a new hulu original or hey this new sci-fi yeah. action film just came out in theaters let's go watch think... it or something or yeah. rom <laughs> came out and melissa wants <laughs> to go see it who else wants to go and i'll be like not me. me but maybe <laughs> someone else will go and then you guys can do an episode of the reactor core mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that yeah I- uh but yeah we've only done marvel stuff those are so the far. big pinnacle <laughs> tent poles but yeah this is a show not just for things like that it's for anything that we want to wait we did do one for solo oh yeah I that's that. right I, would, I couldn't make that one we did do one for solo so we've only done disney <laughs> stuff <laughs> <laughs> um but there you go. So be on the lookout for that. That should already be la la live by time this episode goes live as well. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say at the end of the show. Melissa, where can they where where can they find you on you the internet? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W I L K Y W I T. And you can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on both Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want updates for any of our podcasts, you can stay in the loop at the Whatnots on Twitter is where you can do that. Uh, you can normally find our live streams here on twitch.tv slash the whatnots. The captain's log will still mm-hmm. be chugging along, uh, usually on Friday nights at around 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you can go watch us live stream that. Uh, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us. Uh, right now we are one dollar away, a single dollar away from reaching our first Patreon goal. So if you like any of the podcasts that we do and you find it in your heart or the quarters in your couch cushions to support us, that would be 
fantastic. Mm -hmm. We would love to have your support. Uh, and it means we can make bigger and better yes. content for you. Uh, we're still, I just got this stream deck thing that I paid for out of pocket, kind of. It was a Christmas gift that I was just able mm -hmm. to redeem now in March. Uh, just in time for your but, birthday. Uh, my my unbirthday. birthday. <laughs> it's my second birthday. It's um, the birthday you tell you the people but, you know in real life and then the birthday you tell to your internet friends. Yeah. My birthday's in March, <laughs> guys. Uh but yeah, all of the support that we get goes back into the show to pay for hosting and all of that stuff. So we would love to have you uh, support us here at The Whatnots. It would be mm -hmm. fantastic. Uh, that is all, I believe. This has been episode 48 of The Whatnots Review Show. Thank you guys for checking it out. We will be back next week with Green Lantern, the animated series. Yeah, should be fun. More space yeah, cops. Space cops back to back. Exactly. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Adios, guys.